Okay, let's move on. And, uh, Doc, um, let's talk about shoulders. I had a uh, shoulder surgery done by Dr. Cole back in February. And, uh, boy, rehab. I had actually my second rehab now, and it's going very, very well. This one a little better than the first one. Uh, got into some dry needle therapy, which is really great. But, boy, it is such a complex joint. Isn't it different than knees and and uh, elbows and, and uh, different things like that? You know, Steve, in my 30 years of orthopedic surgery, it's without a doubt the most difficult joint to rehabilitate. And you know me. I've been a baseball doc for 18 years now dealing with, you know, professional athletes and major leaguers. We always cringe when one of our players goes down, a pitcher goes down, whether they have surgery or non-surgery. Rehabbing a shoulder is so much different and so much more complex than so a knee or an ankle or certainly even a hip. So, you know, I, I think that's what we're, we're always looking for, new techniques and new innovations. Uh, it's a joint that really is a combination of both dynamic stability from the muscles as well as the intrinsic stability of the capsule and the joint itself. Well, let's bring on uh, an expert. Uh, he is a doctor of physical therapy for Ivy Rehab Physical Therapy based out of Lake Zurich, Dr. Rich Colosi. Hello, Doc. How are you? Hello. Thanks I'm for, doing well. Good. Thanks for joining us uh, this morning here on Sports Medicine. We're going to talk about shoulder injury chain reaction rehab. And before we get into that, I know Dr. Chuck had an interesting uh, question for you that we were talking about off the air. You know, Rich, i got to be honest with you. I, we, we talk to a lot of therapists on this show, and, and a lot of them have innovative theories. But really, I, I think I just want you to explain to our, our, our audience, what, what does it mean to be a doctor of physical therapy? What was the additional training and, and research that you did to get to that level? Well, it's, so a common doctor physical therapy is it's a postgraduate terminal degree in which um, we're, I don't want to say required, but that's one of the requirements for the doctorate is to be um, very adept at research, at evidence-based practice. Um, we receive specialized training in uh, differential diagnosis, as well as a pretty versed understanding of um pharmacological intervention, as well as um, a little bit more of an enhanced ability to um, screen over and cover uh, medical imaging with, with clients and be able to speak to physicians with a little bit more um, of a medical specialization and background. Well, why don't you go ahead and take us through the, your, the theory on chain reaction. I mean, we, you know, we, it's the, we always, as physicians, have always used the term kinetic chain, uh, right. The same thing that it really everything that goes up and goes down and, and everything's connected. Why don't you explain to our listeners what, what your thought process on this? How do you explain it to your patients? That's, that's a fantastic question. And I, I, mean, I, I think that um, Dr. Bush Joseph hit the nail on the head. The shoulder is a complex joint. And oftentimes, you know, it takes a hit for other regions of the body that don't necessarily do the work. Um, Dr. Bush Joseph mentioned pitchers, for example. So if somebody comes in with anterior posterior shoulder pain, well, as a therapist, we have to uncover basically what else or what other regions of the body are not supporting that posterior labrum, that anterior labrum. And oftentimes we, we look at the whole body as interconnected, uh, summation of parts rather than it's a shoulder problem, let's just rehab the shoulder. And hope we've attempted to stabilize it enough with the muscular structures. I think as doctors of physical therapy, we have to look a little bit beyond the joint that is a patient is coming with dysfunction or for a surgical. 
we have to look at things like the opposite side hip and how it contributes to the ability for the posterior cuff to decelerate that throw or how the same side hip needs to be able to go through adequate extension when a person reaches overhead and performs repetitive overhead activity. Do they have the mobility and the capability to utilize other joints to support the smaller kind of um, picked on joints like the shoulder? Uh, for example, so chain reaction biomechanics is looking at the body as a summation of parts and how all the joints are interconnected and must play a role in sequencing and how they drive motion through the hips into the thoracic spine and certainly how they drive the scapula and the glenohumeral joint. Well, let me ask you this, uh, Rich, in the sense, when, when you're seeing a new pa- a patient coming in, say a, a mid-30s or early 40s patient, with symptoms primarily of cuff impingement, we'll say, nothing, nothing serious, traumatic, we don't think there's serious structural uh, tissue damage, wh- how do you, do you work from the shoulder out or from the hip up, or what, what's your thought process on that initial patient evaluation? No, the biggest the biggest question is it depends, and it depends on the individual. So there isn't a one-size-fits-all philosophy or evaluation technique, so to speak, for any one individual. So when human movements executed, um, basically their first movement is in the opposite direction. It's the load. It's, for example, is to stretch a rubber band. You have to pull it back to let it fly and get that powerful explode. Very often when you talk about shoulder impingement in particular, the symptoms are during the explode, but it's their cause is it could be a poor ability to load somewhere else along the kinetic chain. For example, the example uh, what we talked about with the pitcher and the opposite side of hip and the inability to decelerate motion or to accelerate motion to be able to um, create the power that one needs. So in order for the impingement to clear, so to speak, with overhead movements, um, the thoracic spine has to be able to go through extension to allow the, you know, the scapula to clear the spine. The hip has to be capable of telling the scapula, the thoracic spine to go through that extension. And certainly that goes all the way down to the ankle because, you know, the old, the old song was the hip bones connected to the knee bone. And it's, it's true in this case of impingement as well. Visiting with Dr. Rich B. Colosi. He is a doctor of physical therapy for Ivy Rehab Physical Therapy based in Lake Zurich, Illinois. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Charles Bush Joseph, substituting this week for Dr. Brian Cole at Sports Medicine Weekly. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. Our topic, shoulder injury chain reaction rehabilitation. I've got one for you, Doc. Uh, does this chain reaction approach apply to any other injury besides the shoulder? Oh, for sure. That the chain reaction principles apply to any joint structural issue or um, biomechanical disadvantage joint that's taken a hit. Um, for example, if we have a patient who comes in with knee pain, it's very seldomly the knee that is actually the source of the pain. It's coming from either the bottom up, which is oftentimes comes through the ankle, or an inability for the hip to go through its proper load to help turn on the muscles that control us under gravity and ground reaction force. Rich, uh, I, I guess the last thing that uh, some of our listeners love to know is uh, how quickly can you turn these things around? If you identify a patient clearly who presents with shoulder pain or shoulder impingement and you really identify specific hip weakness or, or a low back issue, how quickly can you turn that, turn that battleship around for a patient? The answer, again, is it, it depends. It depends on what comorbidities they come in and present with, what their past medical history is, and we really rely on, on doctors like Dr. Chuck, 
um, Bush Joseph to to you know give us that script or give us that that comprehensive care of what you know what's occurring with that patient. That being said, if it's a shoulder impingement, it's you know turnaround time for resolution of the impingement is anywhere between two to four weeks, depending on how compliant the patient is with their home program and how we can achieve the most amount of motion in a short period of time. Terrific stuff. Appreciate it. Dr. Rich Colosi, Dr. Physical Therapy, IV Rehab. Let's take a break, and when we return, we're coming back with our Ask the Doctor segment. I'm Steve Kasha with Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph. It's Sports Medicine Weekly. Stay with us, only on 670 The Score.